thought, you know what? If I was going to design a school, what would I really want my kid to know? It's like, well, let's back up a minute. Why are they going to school in the first place? Or why are we educating our kids anyway, right? We could just use them as slave labor <laughs> to get everything done that we need done, but that doesn't serve them. It's not sustainable. And, you know, they're probably going to decide where you are going to live in your senior years of your life. So we have to be nice to them now. So, um, so I thought about it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> what, you know, what's most important to my kids? It's like, well, let me back up. What is most important in my life now? Like, how is, like, what would I have wanted to study to get where I am now to even on a bet on a higher level? And so this is the list I started to write, and I actually ran out of space, and I started on other pages. So let me share some of these with you. Now, again, this is just me personally. You don't even have to agree with these. You don't have to like them. I'm just sharing what I have. In case it's useful, write it down, keep it, um, and that, that, will be, uh, that will be yours. Okay? So, again, this is just what I think personally. If I was designed a school like the most outstanding school on the entire planet for my kids, this is what would be on the list because I'm, I'm thinking about where we're headed long term. Okay, so number one, uh, now these are not in any order. These are just ones I wrote down in the order that came to my brain. Okay, so we have nutrition, exercise, not sports, but, you know, exercise I can do on a daily basis when I'm 38 and I'm going to feel fit and vital and great, that kind of exercise. So gymnastics does not count. How many 38-year-old gymnasts do you know out there, right? So that doesn't count. Okay, so nutrition, exercise, auto maintenance. Okay, so things from changing the oil to the filters to the windshield wipers to tires, you name it. Um, budgeting, personal finance, how to handle money. Cooking, so it actually tastes good. <laughs> also shopping and everything that's involved with cooking. You moms know exactly what I'm talking about. I can't believe how long it takes to actually put something on, <laughs> on the plate at dinner time. Um, also, all your personal stuff, including and not limited to things like laundry, things like picking up after yourself, all the stuff that usually moms tend to nag about because it irritates us, right? Um, so, so we have cooking and laundry on all those personal living types of things, taking care of stuff, taking out the trash, doing all that stuff. Okay, uh, first aid, and that could include CPR if that's important. Um, credit cards and debt. Now, did you know that... Um, 5%, oh, it looks like I've got a low battery. You know what, let me grab my, I wanna, I wanna make sure we continue this. Hang on, let me grab a the cable for this. Don't go anywhere, stay right there. Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. I'm hoping that this battery does it. Nothing like a little technology. Did I mention technology should be on there too? Okay, so make sure the battery is going. Yes. Okay, perfect. Here we go. Where were we? We were on first aid, credit cards. 50% um, of kids between the ages of 18 and 24 are in debt, uh, credit card debt. Um, that's huge. That's going to follow them their entire life. So, hang on, there's more. Etiquette, good manners, respecting property. I can't tell you how many times we've had playdates, kids come over to my house, and they do stuff, it's like, are you kidding me? They'll like touch all kinds of stuff. They, one of them, we had Easter candy and my kids away. He came over and he started eating this kid's, my kid's Easter candy. 
inspecting personal property and asking, you know, just basic manners. Um, household repairs. How do you fix it when a door falls off? Do you remember that episode? <laughs> I was showing you my art studio and I opened the door and the whole thing fell over. <laughs> and I had a mom say, how do you repair that anyway? Um, unclogging toilets, um, putting in a new dishwasher, all those things that are going to cost you a ton of money if you don't know how to handle it because it's expensive. People say education is expensive. I say that may be true, but you know, ignorance is even more expensive. So here we go. Um, and these are things that you could look up on YouTube, but honestly, a lot of this stuff you need to have some experience with in the first place, especially the next one. Insurance. How much do you need and what's it for? And how do you read those things before you sign the big X at the bottom? Um, a lot of grown-ups have a lot of have a difficult time understanding insurance policies. Do you use a group plan? You know, what's included, what's not, and how many parents, how many grown-ups have been surprised by what's included and what's not. So getting experience with things like insurance. Um, local government. Now, most students cover history, right? And they cover the U.S. government and the Senate and the House of Representatives and electoral, all that stuff. But do, can they tell you who's on city council or the school board or who the superintendent is or how these people voted, right? So this is today in your town, how is the government being run? This is something that you would have direct access to. You know, you know who's president, but can you do much about it? Right? So, um, but you want to focus on stuff that's, in, that's local. Uh, negotiation. Now, a lot of people will put debate in here, and debate in, in the way I've seen it is it's usually taught in a way that you're looking for a way to prove the other person wrong. And I don't know about you, but if you debate in your personal relationships, that's not going to work very well. By the way, personal relationships is in here. I just haven't gotten to it. So, um, not debate, but we're talking about logic, persuasion, influence, and compromise. And all four of these are, are used, and it's important to know how to do all four. Uh, social media safety, because social media, honestly, it's not going away, um, and to know how to use it and how to negotiate with it, okay? Not negotiate like the previous one, but know how to use it in your life so it's effective and it's not using you. Stress management. Now, I was originally called it stress management, like maintaining your good emotional health, your happiness, your feeling of progress through life. And I thought about it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to back up and rename that emotional intelligence. So these are things that usually you'll go to personal growth seminars. You might read books on. Something might inspire you. Something that makes you feel like, hey, I'm making progress in my life. I'm happy. Because you don't want to be like those angry people like I told you about in the beginning, how no matter what happens, they're never satisfied. They're never happy. They're, they're, do you want a kid like that to grow up into a grown-up? we got plenty of grown-ups like that in the world. We don't need more of them. <laughs> so, um, so how to handle stress? Because it's going to happen. Frustration, disappointment, it's going to happen. You can absolutely count on it. If something bad hasn't happened in your life, no problem. It's coming. So the question is, how do you want to handle it? And the way you handle it is... Um, today is actually something I touched on last time where I said don't be afraid to let your kids make mistakes make, Making mistakes is part of life Handling it is the way that is that, that this is going to carry over how they do life now how they play games now If they cheat in Monopoly, that's how they're going to do life So that's why the things that you do now with your kids are setting them up for success um, Kind of off tangent the things that you put in their minds, whether it's the kind of books they're reading, the video, this is um, the, the sitcoms they're watching, 
they are modeling, they're internalizing that stuff, and that's what's going to come out later because that's how they learn. They model others. That's how your baby started walking. He was looking around at everybody else walking going, hey, I want to do that. And he starts walking, right? Or she starts walking. So you have to be really careful about what it is you are putting in that brain. And just because you're tired or overwhelmed at the end of the day is really no excuse for you to use media to use this candy as a, sorry, I'm getting on a soapbox now, as a way to relax. You gotta set things up in advance. I used to have a drawer, I called it must take a shower drawer. And I would, um, I would have toys and things in there, and educational things that when I can't think and my brain's on overload, I would just open the drawer and say, hey kids, check it out. And they would be so engrossed and so excited because they didn't see it every day. And it was already set up in advance. So this isn't stuff you just do on the fly. You've really gotta take the time to think about it before you go. Okay. Let's see, my kids just got home from his BizTown school day. Oh, good. Uh, Leslie wants a printout of my list. As soon as I finish it, I'd be happy to print it out. No problem. Okay, um, where were we? Stress management. Okay, we, we're about there. So we got a little bit more. You guys want the rest? Okay, I'm assuming that's a yes. Uh, survive. If not, I'm just the only one here talking. Okay, so survival skills. Now, th um, this could be um, in nature, it's how to go camping, how to grow your own vegetables, you know, whatever that means. Survival skills, you know, if everything broke on the planet, could you survive? Um, at the present rate of things, I don't think most people would say yes. Uh, taxes. Here's a favorite one. Doesn't that sound good? My 17-year-old, we printed out fake tax forms, and he pays us taxes. Actually, he's been paying rent, room, and board, and actually everything but health insurance since he was 16, uh, like cash. And so we also help him with his taxes, and we do monthly taxes, a tax form, with, or no, I'm sorry, quarterly taxes with him as well. Um, how much do you declare? How much do you owe? Um, what do you do if you make a mistake? Um, so we just had the franchise tax board call us and, or send us the letter and they made a mistake. How do we handle it? We have to be on the phone for two hours now, but it's important to know how to do this, right? Because otherwise ooh, the consequences are awful. Um, most people don't like handling them, so they just kind of do the ostrich approach where they kind of bury their head and don't think about it. Okay, so hopefully this is useful to somebody. Okay, um, personal communication. Uh, we're having a conversation. I'm imagining that we're talking. <laughs> so um, that's actually one of the ways I get through this because otherwise I'm just sitting here talking to a, a cell phone. Um, but honestly, your personal communication with people is so important, especially with so much media going on. Um, and that includes listening, conversation listening. Often when people talk, even more so today than it used to be, people are thinking about what they're going to say next and they have no real connection with the person. So that's, um, that's in there how to get a job, how to interview, how to find a job, how to interview the place you're going to work for because, wait, wait, let me skip ahead really quick, because 43% of college graduates, this is a statistic I just got for 2018, 43% of college graduates are underemployed after college. What does that mean? It means they're not using their college skills in their current job. They couldn't find a job, you know, if they studied to be an engineer, they couldn't get a job being an engineer. Actually, engineering has the actual lowest number. I think it was down near like 16%. But things like psychology majors, biotechnical, um, usually they are, they're working at like, it's funny, but they're working at places like Starbucks, places that don't require a college degree. And five years later, two thirds of that 43% are still there. So they're not using their college. So all this work that you're doing, and they went to college and they gained all the, what, $100,000 in debt or whatever the national is right now. And now they don't even have a job 
that uses the skills that they just learned. And we'll go into that in just a second. Let me finish this list because we're almost there. This is my personal favorite, time management. This is one I personally struggled with for a long time. Um, but now, not so much. So how do you do all the things that you do? Ask any mom and you will get a hundredfold tips, right? Because moms do incredible enough. Not to say dads don't. They do an amazing amount. But since um, moms typically tend to be more diffuse focused where they are able to multitask, which is not always a good thing, um, they tend to gravitate there more often. Um, typically, the um, male, uh, men tend to be more single focused. Um, so one track, I'm doing this one thing and seeing it to completion, which is awesome too. So they both have their pluses and minuses and you need to be able to do both, right? Okay. Personal with me, haha. Dating and romantic relationships. Would you have taken a girlfriend 101 class if it was offered? Or AP boyfriend? <laughs> Absolutely, right? So... Not, uh, uh, the, the things that we're seeing today, as opposed to 25 to 40 years ago, um, students are, our kids are waiting longer and longer to start dating. And so they're starting to date when they're in college versus when they're in, um, in, uh, in high school, for example. And so it's pushing it further and further and further back. And it's for many reasons, but we don't have to get in there into that because that's one thing you're going to cover, dating and romantic relationships, which leads into marriage, family, and parenting. Um, so if you want uh, your kids to have a happy, successful life, and that includes possibly them having family, wouldn't it be useful if they knew some of the tricks that you know about parenting, like the ones that work, <laughs> those are the ones you want to pass on. Uh, Self-defense, that could be one. Um, how to learn. <laughs> so that sounds like a funny one, but um, just how to do learning, like how to learn in the first place. Um, study skills, for example, because you're going to need it in college. You're going to be given so much work and you're not going to be able to finish it all. So time management is going to come in and how to learn and be really good at that. When I was an undergrad, I actually completed my um, mechanical engineering degree in three and a half years with a math minor. And I was taking 25 units a quarter and I held down four jobs. So um, I was really good at I was studying time management. <laughs> So, my husband was here, but he's not because he's in Kentucky right now at a robotics convention with a robotics competition with my two oldest. He'd be saying, overachiever, don't do it. And, and he's right. It, it was too much. And it's not what college was meant to be for. I was just very driven. Um, okay. So that's, that's just the first page. So why don't we stop there? I want to just share with you a couple of quick things. Um, you know, before you get too down on, oh my gosh, how am I going to remember this all? That's a lot to do. You didn't even cover math and reading and oh my goodness, right? Um, so if you think about it, kids today that are graduating here, I wrote some notes on this too, um, they carry uh, with, the, it's, it's different obviously, but things specifically that are different is, you know, automation is replacing a lot of jobs they're being trained for. and. Um, there's a higher rate of unemployment than there used to be. And new graduates today, they are carrying a huge amount of debt, which also didn't exist back then. Um, you know, they're only given one path, and that path is the same path that we were given and our parents were given, right? It's go to school, get a degree, and get a job. And that's it. That's the one path, and that's the only thing that's around. 
But, you know, there's so many other options today. People are going into business for themselves. We've got 11-year-olds that are being that are authors and selling their books, <laughs> becoming bestsellers. I mean, um, we bought a, uh, a game made by, I think, a fifth grader. It was a periodic team of the game of the elements to teach my kids chemistry. I mean, he actually made, it was like his third or fourth version. It was fantastic. Um, so there's so many more options today. And if you stick to that one model and only cover, you know, the three R's, and you only cover um, traditionally what was taught 100 years ago, um, you're not preparing them for the world that they're in now. And honestly, we don't know what the world's going to be like in 10 years, let alone 50 in their lifetime. So how do you possibly prepare them? And the answer to that is real quick, real quick, I promise, it's only me like two more minutes. Um, well, okay, maybe more like five. So the answer to that actually comes from your answers to questions. And I wrote down a couple of questions that I thought might be useful. And I hope this is useful to you guys. Um, let's see, how, uh, how to exempt teaching. I'm Jeanette, how to exempt teaching. I'm not sure, Jeanette, but I'd love to answer your question if I can. Um, okay, oh, how to exempt teaching. When we talked about taxes, yeah. I mean, how do you set it up so you are running a business and you can run things through it legally and honestly and make it profitable, right? Um, okay, so questions. Asking questions is one of the best job, the best skills you can ever have your kids have. Um, developing your kids, and one of the questions that kids, that parents like to ask is, "Oh, what are you going to study?" And the kids are like, "Well, I don't know. I don't know what I want to study." And this is where you can give them the time flies test. You know, what is it that you do where time really starts to fly? I mean, what is it where you could be doing it morning, day, and night, and you forget to eat? You know, you forget, you don't even notice what time it is. So that's a time flies test. So you, and if you, um, if you could get, really get them to think about it, and even not put them on the spot either, because sometimes that is a trigger in itself, um, but just give them some time and then come back and kind of have a conversation again, or just notice what it is they're like totally zoned in about. And we're not talking video games, it doesn't count, because that does not pass the time flies test, because that's something of an addic uh, addictive behavior, uh, because it has to do with media. And so we're not talking about media getting zoned in and sucked into the computer, that's a totally different thing. We're talking about finding your inner passion, where you're just doing stuff, you're creating things, you're experiencing things, and time just flies. And you've got a happy look on your face, right? Instead of the look when, you ever seen the look people put on their face when they play video games, right? Thanks so much for watching this video. Now, if you found it helpful and you find yourself thinking, hey, I want this person to teach my kids science for me and create my science curriculum lessons for me, then we can do just that. Go to superchargedscience.com, that's superchargedscience.com, and when you get there, you'll see a video that will show you the science curriculum that I develop and teach. Now, if you like what you see on the website, just fill out the information below on the product that you're most interested in, and your kids can get started today doing real hands-on science with everyday materials. Now, once again, that's superchargedscience.com, and thanks so much for watching.